0: Hey guys, thanks for listening. This is Drew Anderson, and this is a podcast I'm doing about a book that I wrote recently, No Longer Self-Evident, Are We More American Than Christian? And if you've been listening along a little bit, then you know that Josh, my friend Josh, is with me, and he is actually helping to host this podcast.
1: Yeah, that, that works. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Glad to be here, Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Awesome. So we are in, uh, this is episode five of the podcast, uh, but chapter four of your book because the first episode was more of an intro uh, into some of the ideas of your book. So we have taken the titles of the each chapter and kind of shortened them down for the podcast. So the episode title of this episode is Missionaries to America. And the title of the chapter is We Are Missionaries to America. That's right. Um, so why don't you go ahead and uh, give me the the context of the chapter? Like, what what do you mean by that? What's the why here? Yeah, so
0: the reason I wrote the chapter is um, I grew up in a church context where I heard a lot about missionaries. I heard a lot about um, people going overseas that was the kind of the context of this idea of missionary you go overseas somewhere you go live with these people who don't know jesus or who we think don't know jesus sometimes they actually did but that's a whole other story um but you go live there uh live among them spend your life uh trying to take the gospel to them and you know uh, praying that people come to know jesus and establish a church and all that sort of thing And so it was Mm -hmm. this lifelong endeavor where someone would move their entire family overseas and we would support them. We would try to financially support them, pray for them, all that sort of thing. So that was my like concept of missionary growing up in a church um, that was very supportive of missions. Mm -hmm. The irony is, as I've grown up into my adult life and and working in ministry, working in churches, um, missionary is actually a created category for us, Mm -hmm. at least the way we think about it. As Americans, um, there is nowhere in the Bible where it has this category of missionary who goes somewhere else to share the gospel. Uh, mm. The category is we all are people who are going to the world, which means are anyone who doesn't know Jesus, right in our community and all over the world. So, so the category is not I have to go somewhere. The category is wherever I go, wherever I go, my daily life. Or to the other side of the world, either way, I am taking the gospel to people constantly. And, and so I wanted to help uh, reorient ourselves to really what the Bible has to say about who we are, <clears throat> that we are all this category of missionary that we've created as, as kind of Western American Christians, um, and <clears throat> We're all in that category as Christians, that we're all missionaries, that our context may not be Latin America, it may not be moving to Asia, it may not be the Middle East, our context may be South Georgia, and yet South Georgia is our mission field, and we have mm. that is the correct way to think about being a Christian in the world, period, no matter where you are, it's your quote-unquote mission field, this term we kind of just created, and mm. There's an irony that when we created this term what we did is we outsourced christianity in a sense. We outsourced the impetus of who's supposed to share the gospel and live the gospel. Mm. And what does that actually look like? We outsourced it to the missionaries, right? right? So like we determined as like good church people in America, we could live this life of what we thought it meant to be the church. And it was these other people, these missionaries who are called, and it's these Mm -hmm. select few who respond to this, this deep calling to be a missionary somewhere who those people, they're the ones who are supposed to really live out the gospel and really share the gospel and really incarnate themselves in a community, meaning like really put themselves out into the community living like Jesus um in very just normal ways, like they're just getting a job and and being among people and shopping at the stores, but being like Jesus the whole time. Um mm-hmm. the missionaries, they're the ones who are supposed to do that. We're the ones who are supposed to just keep showing up to church and getting mm-hmm. our needs met and um, you know, kind of doing these churchy American things. And it's so so it's that kind of dissonance, I guess you'd call it, that kind of mm-hmm. misunderstanding that I was really trying to address um, that had to be addressed in my own life. Right. I, that this was something God had to take me through uh, of correcting my own misunderstanding, my own miscategorization as, you know, it's other people's job to do this, not me. um, And kind of misunderstanding even the role of ministry in America, period, among the kingdom of God. And, um, and so that's what I'm trying to deal with in the book, and it and it impacts some of what I get into in more detail in the book that I'm not we're not going to in this in this podcast is just how it impacts it in very practical ways the way we spend our money the way we organize ourselves as a church um, some of the things we do it really impacts it when we're not thinking about ourselves correctly as missionaries we we begin to do things that really actually don't make sense in the scheme of Christianity. If you, if you think about them, but we're doing them and we've been doing them for so long now, we actually think they are normal, but they're not. And,
1: and so I get into some of that in the book. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So, I mean, it seems like what we, what we kind of do with missionaries uh, often is, sort of the same thing we do with pastors where we have we've elevated these these jobs these roles into these certain places where the quote unquote normal people don't go. So you have your church goers, um, that are putting our pastors on a pedestal and we've talked about that. Yeah. Um, but it's done, it's done the same way with missionaries. And and then right. at that point, it's almost some of these pastors are then putting these missionaries on a, on a, that's on a pedestal of right. it's like, that's their, that's their job. That's they're, right. handling, they're handling the missional stuff. Okay. Um, I want to, I want to real quick, just an, an idea that came to my mind, um, as you were talking before we get into kind of a, a story about this is, Um, this idea of, um, Christians and mission trips is, uh, is much memed all over the internet. Yes. Um, because there seems to be this idea of, um, the Christian that goes on a mission trip or maybe even several mission trips have the stereotypical, uh, picture on their Facebook of the kid that they did VBS for, for a weekend. Um, and that becomes this thing that we're like, oh, look at them. They did a good work. Um, and I'm not knocking that you, you do that. You, you, when you're doing work like that, um, hopefully you're, you're doing it with the right heart and with the the right mentality. However, um, I think sometimes because of the way we kind of treat mission work, the way you were talking about, yeah. um, it becomes one of these things to just to check off. Yeah. Um, and it also becomes something very specific that's normally not America or not an area that you're connected to. Uh, it seems very much to be this idea of, I have to take Jesus over to this place that doesn't have Jesus. Um, and I think one of the things that is problematic about that is while the people there may not know Jesus, um, you are not taking Jesus somewhere. That's Does that right. Make yeah, <laughs> Does that yeah. makes sense. Oh yeah like, yeah. like you're showing up and <clears throat> you're it's, so I get this image of, um, you and Paul, uh, preaches the message about the unknown God, right? That's um, right. Um, it, it's not that god was not there um it's that the people there didn't know the god that they were worshipping that's right um and so the, i think that that maybe that may sound to people like like a language thing of like oh it's just a, it's just about words and how we say things but i think it it matters a whole lot yeah. that we because i think sometimes we build up this idea that like oh the missionary they're going and they're bringing jesus to this place where jesus has never been before and i'm just like Dude, that's not how Jesus works. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. Um, no one took the gospel to Paul. You, right. You bring up Paul. No, Jesus went to Paul. Like mm. in a vision, it must have been a real enough physical encounter of a vision that it wasn't just some dream. Like right. he had a physical, verbal interaction with Jesus on the road to Damascus.
1: Mm. Uh, enough that he understood the gospel better than some disciples that's right right. that's right (laughs) and then
0: went and devoted himself to like three years of you know maturing and learning and then became a missionary i mean so this this, what we would consider a missionary funny enough anyway even though it was should have been just a normal he was just being a normal disciple at that point but uh, yeah 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 and i i get into some of this the difficulty around the specifics of taking these kind of mission trips and Mm -hmm. that we need to reevaluate like what, what their place is. We don't, I'm not someone who I've read books that really kind of rage against taking short-term trips, but I I actually don't fall there. I don't, I don't think taking short-term trips are a problem. I think understanding their place is the, is, is what's the problem. We just got to understand their place. And many times we think that they're the silver bullet. That somehow a short-term mission experience, one, is going to change the person going on it in some hyper-significant way that they'll never be the same, which is not completely true. It will be a a part of their story, but it's not going to be the... Like crazy linchpin of their life necessarily. Mm. Um, For some, it could be. For some, it could clarify that they're meant to go to that country that they took the short-term trip to. So it could become that. But for most people going on these short-term trips, it's not going to be. It's going to be a significant experience. But it's not a silver bullet in their life, and then it's not a silver bullet to the people they're going to. It's not even close. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is like the least possible silver bullet. Yes through that short-term mission, someone could come to know Jesus and that would change the trajectory of their life. hundred percent. We're not at all diminishing that. However, we we know now from history, from hundreds of years of doing these kind of short-term trips, we know that if there is not a sustainable, on-the-ground, long-term presence, that the short-term people are merely coming to, like, be alongside for a short period of time, um, that likely... Um, the, you're not going to have any any success of the gospel being planted there um, because we know you can't just plant a seed and leave it. It ha- mm-hmm. it has to be tended to. Um, we know this, yeah. not just from experience, but from Jesus's own teaching in the gospel and Paul's own teaching about how it works. Um, that God ultimately brings the growth, but someone's got to plant the seed. Someone's got to water the seed. I mean, <laughs> so it it we've got to be careful that we're We're just making sure we're putting all of this in correct perspective because you're right. Once we are using correct language and also understanding it correctly, um, then we have the chance that we're going to be the Christians. God desires us to be no matter where we are in the world, that we're going to, we're going to be the ones who are, are called out on mission every day of our, every day of our life, no matter who we're interacting with, wherever we are in the world like that. Mm -hmm. We become those people as we understand correctly who we are. We are missionaries, each of us. Yeah.
1: yeah. Cool. Okay. Mm. Well, how about you uh, give me a, give me the story then? You got a story for this one?
0: Yeah. So actually the story, um, it comes from my life recently over the last couple of years. It's really not a singular story. Okay. Um, it's more of these sequences of stories of the story of my life for the last couple of years. So I walked into this context of ministry called church planting and to someone outside Mm. of the church world. And for many people inside the church world, they don't even know what that word means, but this idea of church planting is like starting a church, right? You're going somewhere to start a church. And there's some semblance in that arena that you're becoming a missionary to our country, except Mm. it's ironic that the scorecard, if I want to use that language, but the like definition of success for someone who's a church planter in America is different than the definition of success and the scorecard and the goals and the how you reach those goals and all this kind of stuff for the people that we send overseas still. So mm-hmm. there's this really ironic thing that happens when someone says, hey, I want to reach unreached people in America versus, hey, I want to go reach what we consider unreached people around the world, that they get treated Differently, which means necessarily means, hey, we're treating America differently than we're treating the rest of the world. Which means we look more American than we do Christian at that point. We right. we we have determined that for some reason, if someone lives in America, the version of why they're unreached, or who they are as unreached people, or 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 what it means to re to reach them, what it means to help them see Jesus, is different than if I go to the Middle East, which it is not different and and you did a good job of delineating hey we're trying to help people see Jesus where they're at well that sometimes is a very difficult work sometimes it's a generational work like sometimes it ain't happening in the first generation in the first Mm -hmm. iteration in the first 5 to 10 to 30 40 years and we don't like that in American church culture like we really don't If, if you're honest with yourself about how we expect things to go in our country it's fast and quick and reproducible everything Mm -hmm. everything's got to be fast quick and in an hurry. i mean if you're not seeing results right now you aren't doing the work of god in america and that's super problematic in my life the story would be me and then a couple others that it's really actually hurtful to the people that we are validating to go reach people to then change the scorecard on them of what that looks like. That includes the people in our churches, but that includes those of us who also respond in a level of saying, Hey, I want to be a missionary to the people around me. I'm going to give my life to it. Like it's deeply hurtful and impactful in, in our own souls, in our Mm -hmm. own relationships with God, in our relationship with God's people. For then, someone to turn around and change the scorecard of what that means.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I so to me, I think when someone says they want to be a missionary to America, um, when they say they want to be a missionary to reach, you know, people that are not reached um, in, in America, I think the powers that be um, are are treating it as two very different things. I think maybe this is maybe this is a little too um, blunt, but it feels, this is how it feels to me. Uh, it feels to me that we're treating missionaries to foreign countries in the way that we would want missionaries to be where you're going to go out and you're going to put in the work and it may take a long time, but every bit of it is good. And every bit of it is valid. And when it comes to, uh, missionary work to America, um, you're franchising. Yes. You're, you're, you're bringing another McDonald's to a city. Yes. Um, because that is what, what we're actually trying to do a lot of times, I think with church planning is maybe not actually reach unchurched people. What we're trying to do is reach church people with a different, a different brand. Yeah. You're
0: going to step on some people's toes. Well, yes, (laughs) no, but in all seriousness though, that's, this is a real lived experience for me. I have some uh, specifically three, two other people come to mind. So three people come to Mm -hmm. myself and how this is, been a struggle and has hurt me honestly like Mm -hmm. it has hurt me um and then um, another couple people who are missionaries to another country in south america um and their experience with how the church has treated them and short-term mission groups have treated them and all this sort of stuff and then someone else who's being a missionary to a city here in america who's trying to um, start a business, live in the community, reach people who would never walk in the doors of the church, actually reach people who would never walk at the doors mm-hmm. of the church, even though a lot of people say that. This person's actually trying to do it by starting a business that they that people will come to who don't go to church and trying to build relationships with the people who come to that business. And so, so what it has done, it's really hurt each of us that, like in a, in a deep place, like it's hurt us. It's caused emotional pain. It's caused questioning of our own relationships with God, of our own calling, of of our own relationships with God people, because we'll be affirmed in the initial stage of, hey, we want to go reach these people that don't know Jesus. And then on the back end, the unrealistic expectations will start to come out. The, right the change scorecard will start to come out the well why isn't this happening faster will start <laughs> to come out and yeah. and you'll in it and it's like you take a step back and you go wait a minute whoa 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 I thought you were in on me reaching people who don't know Jesus like I thought that's what we agreed to mm-hmm. but in their mind there's this understanding that for some reason the unreached people in America should just somehow more quickly come to know Jesus like Oh, yeah. they should just turn around and know Jesus. If you go to their door and you knock on it and you tell them about Jesus, they should accept Jesus.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, I would push it farther. I'm not sure that all the time the actual coming to Jesus part is the part that is cared about. Well, right? so, okay, yeah, potentially um, true. Well, if I
0: want to keep making people mad, I'll yeah, just yeah, let's <laughs> we'll stop there. But it, but it's deeply hurtful. I, I that's what I want to get sure. across about this. Like because that's part of this podcast is I'm trying to share stories. Yeah. that people understand where these chapters are grounded, that they're not, this isn't me lobbying critiques. This isn't me being sure. super reflective on my own misunderstandings yeah. of what it means to be Christian and how my own Americanness has gotten in the way. And then it's me fleshing out how I've been hurt by my own understandings and by other people's misunderstandings of what it means to be mm-hmm. Christian in America and 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 me and several others that I that I'm in relationship with, who are who all we all consider ourselves missionaries. Like that's what we're trying to be. Um, We're we're deeply hurt when people misunderstand what we're trying to do, or they 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 impose expectations on us that they would never impose on on long term missionaries or 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 people that they consider long-term missionaries to these other mm-hmm. countries um although i say that and and one of these people is a long-term missionary to another country so i think ultimately it's that we've over time in the american church we've just gotten so used to the americanness of what yeah. we think christianity is and and one of those those areas of americanness is the ease at which people should just convert quote unquote to Christianity yeah. and the quickness
1: at which it well, should because happen. <clears throat> because we've equated we've equated success with instant numbers. Yes. Uh, and, and and quickness. Yes. Um, if things are not happening quickly, then obviously something is broken mm-hmm. uh, is the mentality. And that and that's not just about um, you know, numbers and whatever, but no. it is it is very much an American idea of uh, if I'm not succeeding like immediately, if things are not easy, then it must be I must be doing something wrong because right would have everything click into place. And that's, right. Um, that's right, and that's just not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the point that you're making, and I'll I'll, I'll kind of reiterate before we move on to the next thing, is that what this does to 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 churches is bad because it causes churches to think that way. Um, but we're also you know not for nothing with all the work that I do, like we're doing a lot of damage to the people that are, that are doing this work um, because we're expecting them um, to hit these certain things in certain ways and we're not really viewing them as missionaries. I mean, for every, oh, I have so many stories of people that I've talked to um, that have done just what you're doing, that have done church planning and it, everything is great until they start um, and they have that kickoff moment. And then once that happens, it's like, oh, if we're not like, printing money then we've we've done something wrong yeah um, yeah and,
0: and it and ultimately hurts the people that are being impacted by that ministry because if the leader oh, yeah. the leader unknowingly is then imposing all of their own um anxiety or i have to meet these certain goals or and they start to impose that on the people they're trying to minister to and reach and so then there's almost this very unspoken sometimes pressure that goes across the entire ministry of like, we've got to produce. And if we're not Mm -hmm. producing, we're not Christian. And it's like, whoa, like, oh my goodness, that starts to cause all sorts of pain and dissonance and burnout and unrealistic expectation for the people that are then showing up. And so it Mm -hmm. just becomes super problematic all the way down the line. Um, yeah, anyways,
1: no, I mean, that's, that's good for people to hear. They need to understand like where that's coming from. Okay. So what do we do about it, man? how do we, how do we break this, um, this cycle of treating, uh, missionaries to America differently versus treating, uh, foreign missions different. And how do we, how do we help ourselves get in a, a missional to America mindset?
0: Yeah. So first we have to, man it's so there's you have to peel back so many things josh (laughs) but the first one we've already addressed this some so i'm not going to address it long but we've got to peel back this misunderstanding that america is a christian nation Mm -hmm. america is made up of a lot of people and the majority of whom are not christian and so we've got to view america as a mission field in fact i just heard a I just heard a legit statistic this week we are the third most unreached nation in the world Mm. so people got to understand they've got to actually believe that like they've got to understand that this, yeah. this is real life like this is not we're not pretending this isn't the future we're not just making something up to get you riled up like no no, no this is legit real we are the third most unreached nation in the world right now in history and mm-hmm. so like there's a lot of people who don't know jesus right around me and some of them go to church yeah so, anyways <laughs> but so we gotta you gotta peel back that later you got to deal with the emotions of that Maybe it's like, whoa, you didn't even know that, or Mm -hmm. you know it somewhere, but you don't actually believe it, like in your heart. And so you got to deal with that. That's the first step. The second step is then to deal with then, okay, then what does that make me? If I do actually have a relationship with Jesus, what does that make me? Well, it makes me a missionary. So Mm -hmm. I'm a missionary. And if you're listening to this and you are a, a brand new believer, like you just believe, you just came into a relationship with Jesus two weeks ago you're a missionary right now. now like you already are you don't even have your life together in the millennial term that we like to talk about you don't even have mm-hmm. life together spiritually you don't even know what yeah. a relationship with jesus fully looks like and yet you're already a missionary mm-hmm. and so each person as a missionary so you got to deal with that so deal with that america is a mission field it always has been it always will be and you are one of the missionaries to this country. Like you are, you are not your pastor, not the missionary you pay or that you support. Sorry, not pay, but you support with your tithes and your, and your offerings and your prayers. No, no, you are, you are a missionary. So we each are. And then we actually practically have to start doing things like we are missionaries. Mm-hmm. So one thing is we got to change our budgets. We just, we gotta start putting our money where our mouth is. We got to start putting money into long-term, sustainable, missionary-esque, what we used to think long-term missionaries did overseas. We got to start doing those things here in America and putting money behind them. Stop putting money into the short-term things, the -the flash-in-the-pan things, the things that just make us more comfortable or are flashy, um, the things we think are going to draw people because that's not what missionaries do a missionary like my friend i was talking about that's in a in south america um one of the ways he's been hurt is these american pastors thinks he think that they can do these flash in a pan events and get people to know jesus through them the people don't show up to the events there like they yeah. don't have any reference point that they should show up to this churchy event yeah. and more and more in America that's becoming true it may have not been true in the previous generation but it's true at this point People aren't oh, just yeah. going to show up to your churchy event any longer. Mm-hmm. So like, you got to stop thinking that way. What are the long-term ways you get into the community that you actually go live in the community, right where you're at, right where you work, live and play and, and, and how do you be Jesus there? And how do you help people become aware that Jesus is there already in at work in their life, which is an amazing concept. That that gets lost in so much of the Protestant tradition and the Methodist tradition. We have a I say we am a part of the Wesleyan Methodist tradition, and we have a word for it, it's called pervenient grace. We recognize that God's already at work. The Catholic tradition, for a long, I mean, for the history of the church that we know it has a, had a category for that. And mm-hmm. in, in too much of the Protestant world, we've lost the category that God is already at work in people's lives. We're just helping them see it. And yep. And, and so we've got to put our money where our mouth is in that sense. We've got to, okay, hey, I'm starting this endeavor, a business, a nonprofit, a, a community development thing, a neighborhood group that's just fun. It's purely fun. We just get together into dinner parties. I don't, I don't care what it is. I'm starting this thing just to bless people. But I'm doing it with the recognition that over time, God may use it to make Mm -hmm. people more aware of his love. Like, that's why I'm doing it. I'm not doing it to convert people to check boxes. I'm not doing it to like throw the gospel at them and hope that they make a decision on the spot. Those things may happen. They may be. Or to get money. Or to get money, right? That's not. I'm doing it because I'm a missionary, because this is what I do. I live my life in such a way that I'm hospitable to others and that I have a long term vision of what God wants to do in their life. And I'm going to love them and be friends with them no matter what happens, but I want them to know Jesus. So so I'm going to continue to pray that they come to know Jesus. I'm going to continue to talk about how Jesus is at work in my life. I'm going to continue to be Jesus to them, but I'm not the one who gets them to know Jesus. The Holy Spirit is. And so I'm going to, I'm going to put money into and effort into and live my life in such a way that 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 might happen that I pray that it happens over the time that God desires it to happen and and I'm not we're not we got to stop putting money into creating these mini kingdoms of God essentially Mm. is what we're doing a lot of the times in church life and especially denominational life we create these little segments of the kingdom of God and it's our little thing and come and look at our thing And look at how good we are at our thing and all of this stuff. And like, God is not impressed by any of it. Like he's just not, he Mm. appreciates it. He appreciates that we take it serious. Like that. I think he does. I think he appreciates it when we take things seriously that are, that are involved in the kingdom of God for sure. But the thing we got to take seriously is not the, that thing. It's not this church thing. It's not this building. It's not this denominational structure. It's not all this stuff. Like, yeah, we got to take it seriously, but the more serious thing is the actual living with people and yeah. and and being missionaries. And so, we've got to put our money where our mouth is and our time where we say it should be, and stop stop kind of creating these very like very selfish things. I got to be honest; these very selfish, self serving things, where as yeah. the, either as the leader, it's selfish because I am getting some sort of ego boost from it. Or as the person coming is selfish because I get to just kind of consume and be comfortable and kind of like give a little, give enough to make myself feel better, but not mm-hmm. really be a missionary to the people around me. And and so it's it's we got to peel back these layers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, you know, as like most of the things we, we talk about um, through your book and, and through the show. Um, is the the damage that's being done is not just um, to the mission, though that's a huge part of it, right? Like the, to the mission of what we're supposed to be doing. But it, I mean, it hurts us as a church. It hurts us as individuals, and it hurts um, the people doing the work um, themselves. When we, when we're reaching for the wrong, like win, yes, um, then we're we're all around. Hurting ourselves. Yes. It's not just that we are hurting this missional concept of the church, but we're hurting the whole institution, uh, and and then ultimately ourselves too. That's right. Uh, making it long term harder, not just for us, but for the church going forward. Um, right. And as as kingdom people, we should want to make the job of the church easier. Yeah. You know, as we yeah. move forward, mm-hmm. um, and and with a lot of these things, uh, we 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 are actively hurting it, and so yeah. that's, why yeah. we, that's why we. That's why I want to bring attention. That's why I want to point it out, so that we can. Um, you know, repent and then move on. Move yeah. move to the next thing and, and the next better thing. That's well, right. that's right. Um, we're out of time. Yeah. Uh, but thanks, man, for uh sharing that with us. Hope you guys have enjoyed listening. Uh Drew, where can people find you? They can find
0: me on Facebook, Instagram,
1: Twitter at Drew Sarah Cam Jacks. That's
0: all of my family's names. And uh Drewanderson.blog is the website and uh the book no longer self-evident it's on amazon they can just search for it with my name after it and it should pop up first thing so
1: perfect go out there get the book uh go back and listen to the other episodes and read along um if you haven't already read uh and i uh, hope we'll see you guys uh next time for uh the next chapter which will be chapter five so thanks guys and we'll see you later